Thanks for stopping by the Parent Chat Podcast. Tune in to future episodes as I sit down to chat with parents from across the spectrum about all of the things, so many things, especially how they've been finding balance in managing parenting in a pandemic. I'm your host, Mel Elvar, parent to wild child Benjamin Michael, and I have a lot of questions. Hello, world. Welcome to the Parent Chat Podcast. I'm Mel Elvar. I'm so excited you are tuning in today after I've been MIA for the past 14 months. Yeah, about that. Um, Raise your hand with me, nod your head, if 2021 felt like a whirlwind. For me, it was a lot. My world got a little smaller at times and was filled with a lot of anxiety and death but also revelations and tremendous growth. If I could describe it in one word, it would be transformational. This time last year, something happened to me. It's hard to put into words, but if I were to describe it visually, I felt like a mental fog was lifted, like my feet were finally firmly planted on the ground. For anyone who has had COVID, they might describe experiencing brain fog, but this was something different. The fog I had been somehow living in had been there a very long time, and a part of me believes it's connected to my birth trauma, vicarious trauma, and past trauma. Looking back on it, I don't know how I was functioning because I was feeling a sense of clarity I never had before. The only other way I can describe it is that I feel like I had been in survival mode and another switch went off that sent a signal that it was safe to slow down and that if I didn't, I might crash. I've never felt more grounded, more connected to my life, my body, and the world. It really forced me to take a hard look at how I'd been expending my time energy, creative gifts, space, and mental capacity. When this fog cleared, initially, I realized I wasn't getting enough sleep, and that was a game changer. But that's also when my interviews for this podcast stopped, as my prior routine was to do pre-interview chats and podcast recordings after Ben went to bed. If I was going to get more sleep, sacrifices had to be made, things had to be left undone, and the podcast was put on hold. So I started going to bed after he would go down, and little by little, I was finding balance in my work life and my home life again. Mid-year, I fully committed to giving up alcohol for good. During the shutdown, the occasional spritzer became a nightly habit and my unhealthy coping skill for dealing with stress yet again. And as of today, I'm proud to say I am 212 days alcohol-free. I also took up running. I even ran my first 10-miler. I totally revamped my eating habits with the help of an incredible lifestyle coach a nutrition coach, and I sit here before you down 60 pounds and a hell of a lot stronger and more in love and in awe with myself than I've ever been in my life. So when that fog lifted, 
my eyes were open to how long I had been dissociated from my body, my life in the world around me, how long I had actually been in survival mode. I wish I could tell you how I cleared the fog exactly, how I reconnected fully, and all I can say, it took a lot of work, meditation, and hard and honest conversations with myself and my partner. Bryce and I were extremely privileged to be able to continue to work full-time, and our incredible home child care provider remained open the entire year. I recognize not all fared as well as we did, physically, mentally, or financially, but that's not to say that we didn't feel the effects of the pandemic as a family. Reality is, Ben is missing out on his village of the Duluth community and our extended families. We isolated heavily through the holidays again because Ben had a scheduled tonsillectomy and we had to play it safe. But it was really hard not to be surrounded by family and community, to be disconnected from festivities. At the end of the day, I remain grateful for our health and all of the blessings that we do have. Clearing this fog and being truly grounded meant I was more attentive and intentional as a parent and as a partner. And it's also helped me set better boundaries and put more intention into my work. Anyone who knows me knows I'm a workhorse and my work is my passion. And at times I was going full speed ahead at all hours of the day. And I finally gave myself permission to take breaks and leave work when the workday ended. This part was extremely difficult because we were all working from home for a good part of the year. And working from home meant we were forced to learn new strategies to end the workday and decompress. Then routine changed again, just as I was settling into working from home. So returning to the office and navigating all of these new struggles and anxieties felt like a really long transition period. I'm sure I'm not alone in this. And I don't know about you, but the older I get, the more I like the familiarity and comfort and routine and dislike disruption. But we're in the middle of a pandemic, right? There is inevitably going to be disruption and uncertainty. There is a lot we cannot control. And what we can control might make us feel like we have to hang on to for dear life. So at this point, over half of my entire experience as a parent has been in isolation. Ben was born a teeny tiny 4 and 11, 4 pound, 11 ounce preemie in the height of RSV season. And there was only a short time where we were able to gather in community with him. I'm so thankful he's too young to know what the heck is going on in the world right now. And that he was born well before this virus arrived on our shores. I'm so grateful for a patient and fully present partner in Bryce. He has been my rock, my calm place, and safe space through all of the challenges that we've faced and that we've been able to face them together. Like having to deal with Ben suffering through three months of sleep apnea due to horrendous tonsillitis 
after he and I both had RSV. Every night, each breath he took, he'd stop breathing on top of everything else. It was obviously incredibly stressful and scary, and there were months of restless nights. Right before we got sick, we were also transitioning out of the crib and into a toddler bed. Well, we tried. It was an attempt to sleep train. (laughs) Uh, He went from sleeping nine to ten solid hours in his crib to two and a half hours and would end up in our bed for the rest of the night. And until then, sleep, you know, in my bed was the only place I felt like I had personal space. I'm very specific about my sleep space, and this invasion was not one I guess I was prepared for. Try as we might, he's still coming to our bed after midnight. But when his sleep apnea was at its worst, I was actually really glad he was there. I was able to witness those stopped breaths. It caused a lot of sleepless nights for me, but I felt that he might have been safer you know, next to me going through that. Having a toddler, bottom line, pretty much means space invasion, right? He keeps us on our toes. He overruns just about every part of the house, and I wouldn't change it for the world. This is his home, his safe space, where I want him to learn and grow and thrive. So I'm learning more every day to set my unnecessary control at times to the side, have patience and grace with the process. You know, I've never done this before and I'm still learning and I'm just glad to be fully present for it, fully grounded and a part of it. These are strange and difficult times, my friends. At the end of the day, especially on those hard days, we have to put our focus on what's really important what we can express gratitude for, and what's within our control. As parents, there is a lot out of our control. Difficult times will always be a part of parenthood, but sometimes it's just a phase. So let's not get stuck there. Let's acknowledge how we are feeling in the moment. Let's ask for help and support the second we recognize we need it. Let's put away distractions and be fully present. I leave you with this today. We're all out here doing our best. We're all still figuring it out, that beautiful balance. We don't have to do it alone. We don't have to have all of the answers. You've got this. You've got this. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We'll see you next time. What? Hey, are you interested in being interviewed for the Parent Chat Podcast? If you are, you can email me at parentchatpodcast at gmail.com or anchor.fm forward slash parentchat forward slash message. That's anchor.fm forward slash parentchat forward slash message trying saying that 10 times fast bet you can't because it's really hard i just tried (laughs) 